Hey everyone, welcome back to another Soundcore Stories. It's me, Sean, back again with another great episode. We sat down with two-time Grammy-winning artist Lecrae, and it was awesome. We spoke about everything from music to sports to his work on the latest Spider-Man, Miles Morales game, and even got his top tips for Valentine's Day. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Soundcore Sessions, Grammy-winning artist edition, and today we are joined by Lecrae. How are you doing, Lecrae? All is well, man. I'm happy to be here. Appreciate you. Uh, we've been looking forward to this one. Um, Aaron, I know you've been looking forward to this one as well. Um, this is going to be great. Yeah, definitely. Um, thanks. It's good to be back here on the Soundcore Sessions. I'm going to say the name right this time so Sean doesn't have to edit me out. <laughs> uh, in the intro like he did last time. Um, and yeah, thanks, Lecrae, for being here. It's going to be super cool, I think. Uh, we're going to have an awesome conversation. Um, we're all up early. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Um, first off, I want to start at the beginning. And can you just introduce yourself to the Soundcore audience or anyone watching and listening that hasn't heard of you before? Oh, yeah. Well, um, uh, obviously, my name is Lecrae. That's my artist's name. Uh, I would like to call myself a catalyst for restoration in music, in life and culture. Um, I've been, you know, crafting music, producing, writing, uh, recording, sheesh, for since as long as I can remember. Um, gotten to work with some of the, you know, with icons in the music industry, everybody from Shaka Khan to Ty Dolla Sign to Kirk Franklin. So, uh, you know, I'm just really grateful and fortunate to be able to do it. Wow. So what, what, um, what did you always know you wanted to be in music? Like what, what was, what was the catalyst to, to, for you to turn around one day and be, to say, Hey, I want to, I want to be an artist. I want to, I want to take this to the next level. I want to do this. Yeah. I remember growing up as a kid and, um, just in my neighborhood, you know, it was like you were either an athlete, uh, you were a gangster or, you know, you got into music and, um, and I just gravitated to the music uh, space. You know, some friends and some neighbors and I started just crafting little songs. And um, and I just had a penchant for it. And I when I I did a talent show, I was probably around 10. And when I did that talent show um, and just saw the reaction of the crowd, I was like, whoa, I got something. You know what I mean? It just helped me see, like, I really have something and I wanted to keep pursuing it. Do you remember what you did at the talent show? I did, um, I did like a mixture. So of course I did like, you know, some, uh, some, some, some other people's music. I think it was at the time. Um, it may have been like Tupac or MC breed or something like that. But then I, I did my own little freestyle. And, um, and I remember people saying, um, you know, man, you could rap. And at lunchtime, you know, moving forward, I would just start making up raps and then they would try to, pair me up like as the years went by, probably about, I don't know, I was probably 12. Uh, they paired me up to rap against this guy named Charles and I'll never forget just demolishing Charles in the hallway. <laughs> 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 and I knew then I was like, man, I, I you know, it's kind of like, all right, I found my thing. I've, I've always found it fascinating. Like, um, especially like, like you just said, you destroyed Charles. How, how did you develop that skill of being able to write lyrics and just like rap in general? I'm trying to, because like being a musician myself, like I can play guitar, 
And I listen to like Blink-182, like skateboard kind of pop punk music. And that's like a different skill set. And I feel like your skill set is almost the same as poetry. Like I've read articles and seen people discuss, it is, it's like modern day poetry. How do you develop that skill? Yeah, so that's funny that you say that because um, I remember um, I was probably in the fourth grade and uh, we were, you know, asked to, to write something about, um, you know, something that, that mattered to us. And my sister had just been born. So I wrote a little, like, poem about her. But, I, you know, I didn't really know about poetry. I just knew, like, you know, you grow up reading the Dr. Seuss books and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, I can do this. I can make the words rhyme and the whole nine. But what ended up happening for me was um, my teacher saw it and was like, this is really good. Like, this is a little more advanced than we had anticipated. And uh, and so they had this kind of after school program for artistic kids. And she was like, I, I want I want you to try to do this art, this after school program for artistic kids. And um, and in that class, they went over poetry and they went over certain stuff like that. And it just opened my eyes like I was like, I can do this. And I really took a liking to it. And for me. I just grew up, you know, in an environment I grew up in, you weren't allowed to be expressive. You know, it's kind of like it was a sign of weakness and you had to be tough, you know, or you get taken advantage of. So I had a lot of internal stuff going on, but I didn't, I couldn't express it out loud. So my, my poetry was the way I could express what was going on inside. And then eventually that those poems just became raps and it, and you know, that's uh, how the rapping began. I guess as you're growing up and you're listening to music and finding what artists you like as well, like, hold up, my poem can go to this drum beat, my poem can go to this. Like, yeah, I just find that fascinating. What, what advice would you give to like someone that could be watching now that maybe is going through a similar thing and doesn't, doesn't think it's cool maybe? You know, like you just said, like you're supposed to be perceived as a certain way. What, what advice would you give? I would say, man, <clears throat> you know, you are uniquely created to be you. You weren't made to be, you know, I'm a terrible somebody else. I'm the best me they'll ever be. So you got to lean into being you and, and, and your unique gifts and your unique talents. Um, and every song needs to be written. You know, every song needs to be written. It may, every song may not be heard around the world, but they all need to be written because they're an ex expression of who you are. So you have to just get that out. It's, it's healthy for you. Um, and don't worry about it because once you, there's a whole bunch of other people just like you who are waiting for somebody to be free enough to be themselves. And so when they see you do it, you're giving them the freedom and those are going to be your fans. And, you know, a lot of people make fans of people that they wouldn't want to hang out with because they're not themselves. I want to hang out with my fans. You know what I mean? So if I'm being myself, then they're going to relate to me and there'll be people that you actually enjoy hanging out with. That kind of brings up something that um, I wanted to ask you about because uh, obviously you have two Grammy nominations um, that are going right now, coming up, um, that we're going to talk about in detail in a little bit. Um, and I saw your YouTube video about that in which you said that when you create music, it's either there's something that you want to say, uh, that you want to express, that, that you just uh, addressed you know, just now. Um, or somebody who you want to express a message to. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of wondering, like, what is the balance between those two things? Um, something that you want to express to the world and something that you 
um, feel that other people need to hear that is not necessarily coming from a place of, oh, I really need to express this, but you think that other people really need to hear it. And is there someone that you kind of keep in your mind or a type of person that you keep in your mind when you create those, those sorts of, uh, of, 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 of musical acts? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's kind of like there's layers to it, right? Like, I mean, there's, there's art that is a natural expression of who you are. There's art, like you said, that you hope inspires other people. And then there's like, like just commerce, right? Art versus commerce. Like, uh, is this good? Like, would somebody even want to buy this? You know what I mean? And so you're kind of having to process all of those particular things. And that's why I say every song needs to be written because they, they may not all be heard around the world, like commercially, or people may not gravitate to them, but you needed to say it. So get it out. When it comes to writing music for other people, I think, I never think of, I mean, I think about commerce or commercial, like, like thinking about, is it quality last, right? Like that's kind of the last thing I'm thinking about. Like, will somebody buy this? Because I don't really feel like I'm in a music business. I feel like I'm in a people business. If you, if you take care of people, they're going to take care of you. Like if I create something that is special for somebody, then they're going to want that. If I'm just trying to make a dollar off of them, then I'm kind of manipulating and just trying to, you know, it's not authentic. And I remember Adele said something that really inspired me a while back. She was saying she never wants to, you know, get so high and, and, and like distant from her fans that she's writing about stuff they can't relate to. So she always wants to stay connected to the average everyday person. And that's how I stay writing to speak to certain things. Um, so like, I, I'll, I'll ride the train. Like if I get on a subway or whatnot, if I'm on it and I'm just, I'm thinking about what, what are these people's day-to-day grind looking like and what do they need to hear? You know what I mean? They, they probably don't need to hear about, oh man, you know, um, it's so tough being at the top and you know what I mean? Like that's probably not the song that they need to hear. What do these people need to hear? They need to hear like, you know, a Nipsey hustle grinding all my life. You know what I mean? They need to hear something that resonates with their everyday struggles and what they're dealing with. So I just try to stay connected to real people who are doing real life and, um, and saying things that they would appreciate and connect to. I feel like you answered the next question. Like we, we were going to try to go down that angle of, um, like how do you differentiate, differentiate, can't get my words out. How do you make yourself stand out against all of these other artists? Like, I feel like there's a stereotype of um, any genre of music, but you know, like we, I could say like rock music is going to be all shouty. Like they're shouting about something. I don't know what it is. Hip hop music. These guys are like in a club somewhere. They're at the top. They got all this money. They're splashing it around. You've already answered it. I feel like, but in terms of style and content, you you do you when you approach your songwriting, you so you sit down and just say, what's going on in this person's life? Or where have I been in my life? What, what will someone connect to on a personal level with your songs? So that, am I right in thinking when you go in the studio, that's your main focus, right? Yeah, you have to, you know, even you just want to know, like, I, I feel like celebrities start hanging out with celebrities, which is cool because sometimes you need to relate to people who are dealing with the same type of stuff that you're dealing with on a celebrity level. But then you, you miss out on like, 
you realize you're only 1% of the population. The whole 99% of the population is not hanging out at Diddy's house. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> listening to the exclusive music, eating cheese and drinking wine. Like that's 99% <laughs> of the population. So when I'm writing music, it's like, I have to make sure these people are in my life. You know, I was um just in a barbershop, you know, just having conversations with people. And, um, you know, it's, listening to their stories and you'll be mind blown because you're like, wow, this is so common for you. And I would have never thought about it. You know what I mean? Like just somebody being like, you know, yeah, man, it's hard. I just got out of prison and I'm trying to do this and trying to do this. And then I don't have my money right. And now, you know, I'm on financial assistance and it's like, and then you hear a bunch of people sitting around them saying, yeah, yeah, I know what that's like. And so it's like, yo, this is normal for a lot of people. So what do you need to hear, you know, to be inspired, to keep pushing? And so that's how I try to create content that's different. I mean, of course, I, I put it like this. I make music for month. I make music for every day of the week. Some artists make music for the weekend. They make music for Friday <laughs> and Saturday night. You know what I mean? I'm trying to make... That's good music as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make music for every day of the week. So, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday... And Sunday, I got it. I got them all covered. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it is. It's, it's like um, it was. A, it's a tough question because I didn't. I don't mean it in a in a horrible or degrading way to other artists because we all want that Friday Saturday song. Right. We all want those songs. Right. But like you said, there could be a guy that's uh, someone on the train on the way to work on a Monday morning that doesn't. They don't need like the club song right. in the in the in their life right now. Um, as you've grown as an artist, is it difficult to keep keep the balance of... Because I feel like that keeps you grounded as well because you are remembering where you came from, where people are at their lives right now. As you've grown as an artist, is it hard to keep that balance when you're in the creative process? Kind of Because you do want to have those big commercial like bangers. You, do, you, you, you want them. It's fun. Um, has it been hard to keep that balance? Or Yeah. I mean, honestly, like it becomes a science after a while, you know, when you've done it so long for me, it's become a science. Like, um, what I try to do is I try to get those big songs out the way early, you know, just like, cause they take a lot of time too. So it's like, you know, there's collaborations or who's going to be on the feature, who's a producer and then all, you know, just all these types of different things. So I try to knock those out early so that I'm freed up to be creative on the back end and just create the meat and you know it's kind of like that's the garnish and the dessert you know all of that but i want to create the hearty part of the meal and i want to be free to just create that so if i get that out the way then i'm i'm it's a lot easier to to, to do the other stuff is there a song that um you would say uh came pretty much if if you had to pick a song or an album that you would say came straight from the heart that you didn't have to put, you know, um, all that work and all that strategy into that just is a hundred percent what you were feeling at the time. Is there anything like that that you would point to? Yeah. I mean, for sure. My mixtapes, you know, like my church clothes mixtapes, it's just raw and uncut. I'm just going in there and just let's do it. Let's, let's knock it out. Um, and probably the last album I did like that was gravity. And, um, and that was, you know, we didn't, we were so underground. We didn't really realize that we had a big audience, you know, looking at us. I mean, there was, but we just didn't, 
it was just fun. We just we we rented out a house that had a studio in it. We camped out in that house for you know a couple months and we just had fun. You know, every day, every room was somebody was crafting up stuff. And it was just fun. It wasn't a lot of strategy. It wasn't a lot of like, oh, who should be on this? And well, we need this kind of song. And well, what is the club doing right now? It was just raw. Let's go make it. How how do you um how do you decide? You you've mentioned like collaborations and stuff. How how does that work for you? Like, do you I, I think I watched the YouTube video recently where you were talking about um your Grammy nominations and stuff. And I really liked when you mentioned it's it's not just Lecrae has been nominated for the Grammy, but these other people involved in the track. Yeah. I really like that part of it because you're helping out people that are obviously working in the music industry just as hard as the artists sometimes. Not to take that away from you, but is that how you decide who to work with? Do you kind of keep your eyes on the scene in general and find musicians and producers and stuff? Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, there's there some people that you just have had your eye on and you and they're working hard and you want to kind of give them a shot um, because it's like, man, if I can help you get to the next level, then I want to do it. And then there's, <clears throat> you know, some people that you just feel like there's chemistry with and you, 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 you probably haven't gotten to work with them, but you just there's a vibe every time, you know, you, you're, you're around them and you know that there's chemistry. So certain people like that and there's some people that, you know, you could create something great with. You just haven't had the time to do it. And so, um, you know, you, you try to carve out the time to, to connect with them as well. So it, it takes some intentionality. That's awesome. Speaking of collaborations, there is a major um, collaborative song that you have just been nominated for a Grammy for, um, which is Sunday Morning. And that's on the album Restoration, which has also been nominated for a Grammy. So kind of moving forward from, we, we have the whole internet meme where like, this is how it started and this is how it's going. So we're moving now from like how it started to how it's going. How is it going being nominated for two Grammys this year uh, after already having one? You know, what is that like? And what was the experience creating this song and this album like? Yeah, <clears throat> the, that, you know, it's funny because this album is the epitome of everything I just was talking about. It was like I knew I wanted to say something. I had a lot to say and I had a lot going on in my life. You know, I've been through a lot of trauma and and you know, had to go to therapy and was like, yo, I want to just get this stuff off my chest. But I also knew like some stuff had to be commercially appealing and it had to work in certain spaces and doors had to open as well. So you just strategic. And, um, and we had a record, you know, called drown and it was kind of like, man, who should be on this? And, um, and man, it was one of those, you know, it was like divine timing that John Legend heard it and John was like, I want to I want to be a part of this record. So it was like perfect. The big record or the one that's going to take the most energy is already done. Let's keep moving forward, you know, and then it was like Danny Lay. And then it was, you know, we just kept moving forward. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I was like um, I was in L.A. the day Kobe had died. And, um, you know, God rest his soul, Kobe and Gigi. And it so happened to be the same day of Kirk Franklin's birthday. And Kirk had invited me to his birthday party. So it was just a disaster because it was all going on. And um, and so, you know, it was like it was a Sunday morning 
Um, and we decided to craft a song called Sunday Morning. And, um, you know, Kirk referenced Kobe and referenced, you know, everything that happened. And it was just like a perfect, beautiful mix. And so for that song to be nominated for a Grammy is more like, you know, paying homage to, you know, everything that's going on to Kobe and Gigi as well. And so it was just a, it was a blessing. That's a, that's a really nice, it's such a tragic event. It's such a yeah. like nice tribute and nice story behind it, how you were able to do that. Um, I want to move forward to some lighthearted questions now. For sure. So we're going to talk about video games now, Sean. Hey. Yeah, we are. I, I know something about uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales this year. Hmm. And uh, I know Lecrae, you were in that, I think. Yeah. Yes, this is very true. I, <laughs> I just so happen to be, uh, you know, a part of that video game process. Uh, yes, you will hear my songs playing throughout the game in some uh, big moments, uh, which was amazing. It's so cool. Um, when So when we found out we were going to be working with you, I was like on a Zoom call, I was like, hey, no way, no way. I'm playing Spider-Man Miles Morales at the minute. You'll never guess who's <laughs> on it. Is it... Um, it's my time, right? That's like, I, I don't, am I right in saying that's like the main song? Yeah. Like that, that does happen in a key part of the game. I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't played it. But when that came in, I was going, as soon as, as, soon as it started, I was like, oh, this is sick. This is sick. <laughs> and then when you came in, I was like, no way. Yeah. Um, how, so talk to us. How did that happen? You know, it's crazy, right? So um, big Marvel fan, but my son, you know, is a, is an even way bigger Marvel fan. So for his 10th birthday, um, I took him on a tour of, of the Marvel, um, like not the studio, like the big Hollywood studio, but like where they craft a lot of stuff in New York. So I took him on a tour and I mean, they were blown away by his knowledge. I mean, he knew so many of the Marvel universe and we just got, we sat down with some people in there and, um, and they just, we built the chemistry and they became, you know, if they weren't already fans, they were fans. And, um, and so when the game came about, uh, they reached out and said, man, we'd love for you to be a part of this. And I was like, say no more. It's done. <laughs> so, uh, so it was like super cool points for my, for, for my son as well, just to be a part of that. And, um, you know, for it to come on and, yeah, it's crazy. I have a completely serious question about Spider-Man. Um, if if uh, if you were to pick any superhero, whether it's Spider-Man or somebody else in the MCU that you could be, who would it be? Ooh, 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 ooh. that's tough. Um, I want to. I don't. I honestly. I might have to go with Spider-Man. And, and, and the reason why is because I think that he gets some anonymity. He gets to kind of be anonymous and live a normal life, but then he can also turn it on and have like, you know, real powers, um, you know, versus like, I don't know, like if you're like Cyclops, it's like you got to wear sunglasses for the rest of your life and just, you know what I mean? I just want to live a normal life. And then when I'm, when it's time, then I can mask up and do some amazing things. So that's right. And of course you want real powers, right? Real you don't want to be like Tony Stark and just be like a rich guy with a 
with, with a with, with a nice car, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Realistically, Tony Stark has like he has like a disease. This is like a disease in his chest. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 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 for sure. That's I think that's where I would go. Aaron, who would you be? Oh me? Yeah. Oh uh man, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, nobody's right. You know, I used to be a big, uh, actually, Spider-Man fan. Um, when I was a kid, I read the comics and all the rest of it, and then um, kind of fell out of the Marvel universe for for a long time until the movies started coming out, um, which, of course, have just been you know revolutionary for the uh, superhero movie world and the comic book world as well. So um, yeah, I don't know if I'm really decided um, on that. Got a Thor, man. I can see Thor in your in your face. I've I've gotten that before because of the beard. Yeah. Uh, people tell me, you know, especially you know, maybe 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 I need some work until I can get into the earlier movies. Thor, maybe I'm like uh, Thor in the last movie oh, where he's like, you know, sitting on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Cool. I don't know who I'd be. I like I like what you said about Spider Man because he gets to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. The thing, the thing is with Spider Man, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll be Spider Man. See, I'm telling you, he's great. He's a great. I mean, you don't want to be Wolverine and you're angry all the time, and it's like aluminium comes out of your knuckles. It's just you got a bad. Hit, I, it's all bad. I think I could Have you do. Seen the uh, Wandavision yet? No, I haven't seen that. I haven't either. Yeah, mm, me neither. I've just I, I've been hearing a lot about it from my friends and yeah. and everything. It's it's like like you know they're wondering how they're going to wrap it into the rest of the uh, series mm-hmm. and the story and and all the rest of it. But I haven't seen it either. So, mm-hmm. um, so we've had our uh, video game moment. <laughs> let's um let's go into something a bit cooler for some people. You uh, you guys might know more than me because I'm obviously British and we play football. Not not soccer. We play football, but uh, Lecrae, you're. Am I right in thinking you're you're into sports? You you have a lot of like friends within the sports world, anyway, don't you? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, could, could you talk to the sound audience a little bit about that? Like how how you are associated with the sports world? Like how did that happen? Yeah, it's funny, man. Like um, I think. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I think um, you know, I've always been a big sports fan. And there's like, you know, because of the the commitment to like inspiration and and uplifting music that I I try to I try to keep, there's always certain athletes that like that's their thing. Like that's the the angle that they that they lean toward. Um, And so they that's just, you know, their M.O. And so I would become their locker room go to. You know, uh, and that was always amazing for me. And um, as as they were fans, you know, I was like, I'm a fan. What are you talking about? Like it, it, it turned into yeah. like a mutual respect. Um, and, you know, certain people, you know, um, really became friends over time. You know, um, Stephen Curry just became a friend. Jeremy Lin became a friend. Um, you know, sheesh, uh, Justin Forsett. Um, uh, Russell, Russell Wilson, you know, these guys just became friends and, um, you know, allowed me in their world and, and vice versa. And so, uh, that's been awesome to see. Um, 
Of course, I'm I'm built like an athlete, but I don't have half the talent these individuals. <laughs> I don't even try to pretend uh, that I can you know, hang with them out there doing what they do best. But it's it's been a cool relationship, cool dynamic. That's awesome. Like when two worlds collide, like I really like how you said, like they'll, they'll turn to your music. You'll be the one getting everyone pumped yeah. and ready to go. And then like when they reach out to you, you're like, whoa, no, I'm a fan of you. I, I find that fascinating. It's really cool when those two worlds collide. Yeah, I got to get more into, um, you know, football, not American football, but football. <laughs> Like in Atlanta, we have the Atlanta United team, which is the best sports ticket in town. And so I've been watching that team heavily, but it has I still don't have like an international team yet. Like I don't, you know, everybody's like, are you Manchester United or what's your team? And I'm like, you know, yeah. I got to dive in a little more. It's a crazy world, a crazy world of sports, especially when you, as soon as you get to the UK, your football team is like everything. I guess it's the same in the States though as well. Moving forward from that though, there is something else coming up after, and we've been working up to this the whole time. It's a very important, very serious question for a lot of people. Um, so <laughs> very important for a lot of people. Um, I know Lecrae, you yourself are happily married, but some of us are not. And we're wondering um, how to create the perfect Valentine's Day date, how to win our crush over, on this very important day. So we need Lecrae's love tips for Valentine's Day. Can you help us out with that? I got you. Listen, I got you. <laughs> let, me tell you how, let me tell you how you do this, all right? First of all, uh, you got to pay attention to the details. So if you pay attention to the details, you win. Is there any special moments in her life or his life in, if there are any special moments that you can highlight, that you can bring up, special moments that you've all experienced that you can bring up, and then you highlight those by either a picture or a song, you play the song from that time period, you start the date off with something that highlights one of those moments, right? That's always going to win. Um, you know, put together, take your time and put together a little video, you know, you can use an app and put together a little slideshow of some moments that you got with the pictures and play that song. That's y'all song. Um, and then you play on the numbers, all right? So when you're going out to dinner or wherever you're going to go, you know, how long have you guys been knowing each other? Or, you know, you think about it like that. So let's say you've known each other, I don't know, for six months. It's cool. So everything revolves around the number six. You got six roses. You know, you tell her six things about her that you appreciate. You're just highlighting that the, the because we've been together six months, here's a here's a compliment for every month I've known you. Here's a rose for every month I've known you. Then you go out to eat. And, uh, you know, it's not really about, I mean, the, the place matters if you pick the place that, you know, you think they really love, their type of food that they really love. It's all about attention to detail. And uh, you do all that. Listen, man, you winning. You're in there. So take it from me. All right. <laughs> that's some great advice there I'd never really thought about the, the when you were just saying about the numbers like six months get six roses six I like that but if, if none of this works people can come find you on Instagram everywhere and just say hey it didn't work if it didn't work <laughs> you did it wrong okay that's <laughs> so you did it wrong right take it from me trust me Aaron you happy with that advice yeah sounds good to me uh, I, 
you know, <clears throat> I, I figure Lecrae must be doing something right because not only did he give that awesome advice just now, but actually my, uh, I didn't tell you this yet, but my brother met his wife at one of your shows. You know what I'm saying? That's what um, I do. That's what, that's the effect I have. Baby. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's some type of energy going around, uh, you know, so uh, any, anyway, if you want romantic advice, if you want to listen to some awesome music off of Restoration, like Sunday morning, um, you can check out Lecrae on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, everywhere else. And um, is there any is there any place else that you'd like people to um, to check out, or anything else that you would encourage people to look into while we while you're here? Yeah, I mean, you know, check out my YouTube, my Patreon page. Um, I I. I haven't started my OnlyFans page uh, yet because, you know, I, I'm just going to show feet. That's the only thing I'm putting on my OnlyFans page. So if you want to just see my feet, then you're more than welcome to sign up. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's for the connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> a particular taste. Uh, but, um, no, that's it, man. Um, before we go, I, I, I have to be the guy that ends it on a serious note. Um, it's not that serious, but if I said to you, if there's one goal or big dream for 2021 that you want to accomplish through your music or like a personal goal, what, what is it? Um, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out this mixtape, uh, Church Close 4. And, and for me, I just want to bring back some energy to, the, to my, 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 my supporters who've been supporting me for years. I really want to give them something that they say, man, thank you. This is what we wanted, what we needed, what we desired. It's always a beautiful thing when somebody can just tap that nerve of the core fan or whatnot. It's like when somebody makes a sequel to a movie and you're like, yes, thank you. You did it right. So I just want to do the whole series justice and do it right uh, for 2021 for them. That's awesome. I want to say thank you for, for joining us and thank you for being involved with Liberty Air 2 Pro and the whole launch. It's such a like an honor to have an artist like you involved with Soundcore. Um, so yeah, thanks. And uh, hopefully we can uh, catch up again soon in the future. Listen. And good luck with those nominations as well. I hope you can add them to the, to the wall behind you. Hope so, man. I appreciate that. Nice. We'll be watching. Thanks, to, uh, thanks a lot. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. So that was Lecrae. And if you enjoyed that, you can head over to community.soundcore.com and catch the performance that goes alongside this podcast. Um, my favorite part about this was just talking to him about his process. And I really find it fascinating just in general, how the lyrics, how, how rap music is composed anyway. And Lecrae has so many messages throughout his music. So if you haven't, if this is your first time hearing about him, head over to Spotify or YouTube and just check out his music. It's awesome. And if you enjoyed this, remember to subscribe, like it, come join us on community.soundcore.com. There's plenty more coming and see you next week. <laughs>